This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network, it's Wednesday, March 9th, 2022. I'm Jim Molesky. Tragedy in rural northern Illinois as an overnight house fire leaves five people dead, including three children. Fire officials say they were called to a farmhouse in Garden Prairie just before 2.30 a.m. Monday. It took firefighters about 16 minutes to get there because of bad weather and the nearest fire station wasn't staffed. When firefighters arrived, they found the farmhouse engulfed in flames along with three vehicles. Six people were injured while escaping the blaze, two critically. Boone County Fire Protection District No. 2 Chief Brian Kuntz spoke to reporters about the challenges firefighters faced at the scene. When we were dispatched, we were told that there was four children trapped on the second floor. We had fire that was blowing out the second floor, first floor. We also had a smaller building that was on fire and three other vehicles. Luckily, the other six were able to get out uh, in time, but well, with the wind and fire blowing out of every window and door. Uh, there, there, was, there was nothing else we could have done. And that's what's been taking a long time, um, slowly digging through the rubble to be able to find the victims. It's going to be difficult to find a point of origin on this one. So speaking with the family members is what's going to help piece a lot of that together. So it's going to take a little bit. Authorities say the five victims are related the fire remains under investigation, and officials warned it could be weeks before determination is made. Lowell, Massachusetts firefighters helped rescue two adults and three children from a Thursday afternoon fire in a multi-family home. But sadly, a four-year-old girl was missing in the blaze and is now confirmed dead. The fire broke out just after 2.30 p.m. and quickly grew to three alarms. Lowell Fire Chief Philip Sharon spoke to reporters at the scene. Three children. One child, sadly, is unaccounted for and has been found at this time. One person was taken to the hospital and, as far as we know right now, is stable. The cause of the fire is under investigation at this time. When the fire companies arrived, they used a combination of ground ladders and the aerial ladder to take the people off of the third floor porch. Uh, the ladies and gentlemen of the Lowell Fire Department did a tremendous job. They were asked to act very, very quickly, uh, and uh, I'm very proud of them. They, they've done a good job, and they did it in a very, very fast time frame. Uh, when you make a rescue, the seconds count. At least 10 people have been displaced as a result of the fire. The cause of the blaze is under investigation. Firefighters are working to get a handle on several wildfires that have consumed over 15,000 acres and forced the evacuation of more than 1,100 homes in the Florida Panhandle. Authorities say the largest of the fires, the Bertha Swamp Road Fire, started Friday in Gulf County and quickly spread to Bay and Calhoun counties. That fire has burned more than 14,000 acres and is only 10% contained. Officials say the second fire, the Atkins Avenue Fire, had consumed more than 800 acres and was 50% contained. Sadly, two homes have been destroyed and a dozen more have been damaged in that fire. A third fire, the Star Avenue fire, burnt 250 acres and was 60% contained by Monday. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis spoke about the responses to the blazes. And uh, I can tell you, there's a lot of hands on deck. I had an opportunity to tour some of these communities and I saw a couple homes that sadly uh, had been fully engulfed in flames and were destroyed, but I saw many other homes that were saved because of the work uh, of our firefighters. 
Firefighters around the country continue to fight to get forever chemicals out of their workplaces. Firefighting foam, turnout gear, and even some station uniforms can contain PFAS, which can remain in the environment and in human bodies and have been linked to health problems, including cancer. In a step to limit PFAS exposure to their firefighters, the Denver, Colorado Fire Department is removing AFFF, or aqueous film-forming foam, from their fire engines, including having a contractor remove all AFFF remnants from hoses, tanks, and pumps. Denver Fire Captain Greg Pixley spoke to Denver Fox affiliate KDVR 31 about the issue. We assumed that this chemical was something that was not only effective on the fire ground, but also was safe to us. In an engine like this, you could have 25 to 50 gallons of foam. So that's a, that's a great deal of foam. We also have to do our best to remove all remnants of it within our materials, our tanks, our hoses, our piping, our pumps, all the things that we use it for as firefighters. It is overwhelmingly concerning. And in terms of a firefighter like myself that has spent a large part of their career in or around using this type of foam, it, it really becomes a passionate issue because we didn't know better. No one told us that we should uh, reduce our exposure to this because we trusted in this chemical being something that would not only benefit us on the fire ground, but wouldn't kill us 10, 15 years after we've left this job. The Denver Fire Department started the process in late February and expects it will take about a month to complete the entire fleet. Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser announced just last week a lawsuit against 15 companies over PFAS chemicals detected in the state's water supply. The state argues that chemical companies knew the dangers that existed, but failed to warn anyone. Back in 2010, a Tennessee firefighter watched his partner almost die from overheating while battling a fire. Not long after that scary incident, Michael Robinson created a nozzle that hooks up to a fire engine's pump panel and provides a cool mist to help first responders cool off. Called the Heat Seeker H2O, Robinson says the mist provided by his invention can cool somebody off by as many as 30 degrees. Robinson spoke to Knoxville's CBS affiliate WVLT8 about the product. We're in these elements that are extremely hot and it literally cooks our body. We have been using our products with Rural Metro Fire Department for almost 10 years now. We've had zero heat injuries. If we go down, who's gonna be there to protect? We must protect ourselves. Robinson is in the running for nearly $200,000 in prize money through a Homeland Security contest. If he wins the award, he says he'll donate back to volunteer fire departments across the country so they're able to buy his products for their members. The devices are available at heatseekerh2o.com. Swan Valley, Idaho firefighters got creative Saturday night while responding to a house fire in a remote rural part of the city of just over 200 residents. A call came in around 9.15 p.m. for a chimney fire that was spreading to the rest of a home on Pine Creek Bench Road. When firefighters arrived, they realized their engine could not get up the home's steep, narrow, one-mile-long driveway. As firefighters and other community members made it up to the house without their engine to see what they could do, the homeowner arrived with a tractor and towed the fire truck from the bottom of the driveway up to the house. The homeowner made several trips with the tractor pulling the engine from the base of the driveway where a water tender was stationed back and forth up to the house. Eventually, someone even showed up with a road grader and widened the driveway enough to allow for even better access. Firefighters had the fire knocked down within a few hours, and about 40% of the home was reported to still be standing. 
There were no injuries to firefighters or civilians, and the fire is under investigation. And finally, some firefighter training in Savannah, Georgia last week involved quite a surprise for one of the participants, a marriage proposal. Two Savannah fire stations partnered up supposedly to drill last Wednesday, but unbeknownst to one member, the real purpose of bringing the companies together was so that Savannah Fire Captain Bill Barrett could propose to his girlfriend, Tyler Carlson. Crews arranged things so that Carlson was sent into a burn building to find a downed firefighter. Instead, she found Barrett, who was on one knee with a ring in hand. Other firefighters on the scene captured the whole thing on video. Oh my God! Barrett said his co-workers helped him come up with the idea. Barrett and Carlson first met at a golf tournament for their union a few years ago and have been dating for four years. And of course, Carlson said yes. Congratulations to the happy couple. From the NEP Media Network, this is the March 9th, 2022 edition of Fire News Now. Remember to follow and download Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.